Welcome to Kingdom Come with Andrew Nkoyoyo, called to be God's voice, reaching people worldwide with the message of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us, friend, here again on Kingdom Come. We're glad you're tuning in. And we're on the series here, The Results of a Surrendered Will. And point number 10, a surrendered will will bring fulfillment of God's will for your life. So open your Bible with me, if you would please. Luke chapter 1, verse 35 through 37, and then 38. And I have three points today in this episode because I want us to really dwell on this. Because I, I have had an experience that I want to share with you. But I believe it's really crucial that we realize how we can not only experience it, but be able to release it to others. Amen? Amen. But the surrendered will, your will surrendered to God, is going to bring God's power in your life so that He will do His will through you and He will empower you to do His will. Amen? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit, meaning Mary, if you're there in Luke 1, 35. And the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Here again, the Holy Spirit is also here referred to as the power of the highest. Why? Because he is the one transmitting and releasing and imparting the power of the Most High God to us. Amen? So I just want you to, when you just read that, don't just read, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. No, he was talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was going to come, and when he comes, he's going to bring with him the power of the highest. And the power of the highest was going to overshadow her, and, and therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now, the will of God for Mary is to be the mother of our Savior, chosen by God, like you are chosen. But you choose to be chosen. Now, I, I, wanna, I want you to put this in your spirit. When the angel comes, he says, this is the will of God for you. This is your call. Amen? And this is how it's going to unfold. But listen, verse 37. And the angel says, For with God, nothing will be impossible. Now, she has received the download. She has received the revelation like you received the call, the will of God, what God is speaking to you in whatever area for your life, whatever that may be. Now, and then God is waiting for a response. Here, she either chooses to be chosen or not. Amen? Listen, verse 38. Then Mary said, Unquote. Behold the maid servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. She was chosen there. Did you get it? You choose to be chosen. Each one of us here, we have a call. You're watching, you have a call. God has a destiny for you. But you choose to be chosen and that is dependent on the response that you give. Here, Mary has a visitation of an angel from the presence of God. Amen? 
Gabriel comes and he says, this is the good news. You have been chosen among all women. And then she has an excuse, but I don't know any man. I mean, um, um, this you know the story. And then the angel says, but the power, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. Okay. And the power of the highest is going to overshadow you. Remember I told you that there is nothing that you will do that the Holy Spirit is not going to do in your life and through you. There's nothing. You see? Because when the Holy Spirit comes, He imparts the power that belongs to God. He imparts the power of the highest. And we'll talk about that when we talk about the Holy Spirit. Because it's so crucial for you to get it. But in this context here, you know, the, the, the will of God is revealed and the power is available to activate her and to release her into doing the will of God and living it out. But it's dependent, the activation and the release is dependent on her yes. Is she going to surrender to the will of God? So now the Holy Spirit power, the power of the highest to be activated in order for her to conceive. Amen? And then the response she had was, be unto me according to your will. But first she says, here I am, the servant of the Lord. Beloved, if you can't have that response, your life can never be the same. You are watching and you a minister or you in business, whatever it is, and God has revealed his will to you. But he requires a response. Are you going to be a servant? And we discover that a servant is one that has given his self over to God. And because you have died to self and to sin and all the things that Jesus died on the cross for, then you are become a servant unto the Lord. Not a servant that is forced into service, but a born servant who has voluntarily and willingly turned himself over to the master. And here, Mary is saying to the angel, I am a servant of the Lord. I am surrendered to God. Be unto me according to your word. And at that moment, boom, there was shikambrokoste. There was the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the highest was activated and there. Not knowing a man, it takes the power of the highest, but it depended on the yes. You see, it's only the surrendered will that is going to access. Access. The word is access, access the resources of God by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. What is your response? Where are you and what are you responding because you cannot see the full release of the wealth of heaven in every area of your life until you say, here I am, willing, ready, died on the cross with Christ. I'm crucified with him. I turn over my will, my mind, my affections, my body over to him. I am a servant. I have willingly given over myself to him. I'm not forced to be a servant. I have willingly, out of love and affection and dedication to my Lord and my Savior, I'm giving myself over to be a servant. That's what Mary is saying. And because of that response, the power of God that does miracles, signs and wonders, is released and has activated her into her destiny. I just got that this morning. You see, the surrendered will will release the power of God for you to do the will of God. 
For you to be what God has called you to be. To be what God wants you to be. You see, you're not created for ordinary. That's why I use the word dangerous. Because you're created to be dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. You're created to be a nation shaker. A history maker. You're created to turn the world upside down. And when I talk about world, you don't have to turn the whole U.S., but your world, the world where God has put you, He's created you there to transform the sphere where He's put you. But it is when you are totally turned over to Him and the Holy Ghost has a hold of you, then He activates the power of the highest. You see? So many of us, we know the will of God for our lives. I've talked to many pastors and as I travel and many leaders. I was in Romania and they were asking me about the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I talked to them for hours, these leaders, and they want to know. They are just sucking it. And I'm telling them the key, if you can mix absolute surrender with your prayer and fasting, you are going to know the power of God. But if you do the prayer and the Bible study and, and, and the fasting without absolute surrender, you have missed it. Because it's the one condition on which God is going to release everything that he has. He has to find a man or woman that he can trust. You see, God loves you so much that he will not give you his power to destroy you. If you're walking in pride and arrogance and all this and the other, he knows that if he anointed you, you are a danger to yourself and everybody around you. Amen? And I believe the emptiness of, uh, of the church of the, 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 the lack of the power of God in the church, I believe, is due to the lack of surrender. I believe. Because God cannot trust us with His power. We will build, we will build our own monuments, our own cathedrals, and our own kingdom. Then it's about a man. But you see, look back, even in the Bible, even in history, men that God got a hold of, they were sold out. And I'm like, I'm saying, God, you know, you've had the expression, give us that good old religion. You know, I mean, those men, I mean, you look, George Whitfield and all those men, the Charles Finney's. I mean, I've said it, I'm looking, the one thing I took out of looking at their lives, they were surrendered to God. They were absolutely, unequivocally, like my friend here would say, surrendered to God. There's nothing in between. It's all or nothing. I mean, can we come to that place when you say, God, give me souls or give me death? Can anybody pray that prayer? I don't know many people who can pray that prayer today. When we look at the, the, the souls of men and we weep and we are grieved because we see that they are, they are, they are headed to hell in a, in a handbasket and we say, God, I will stand in the gap. Somebody asked me one time, why do you fast and pray and do all those things for other people? They don't know the secret. What do you get out of it? I said, really? God gives, gets the glory. They couldn't get it. And we all went over and over. They couldn't get it. Why? Because once you have tested it, it's like the highest drug there is. It's like you are high on God because you love him so much, you have tested it. There's no other way to go. Are you listening to me, church? 
is the highest high there is. But it's all dependent on our yes. Are we going to be like Mary? Without knowing all the details, just trusting and saying, God, I'm putting myself at your disposal. I'm your servant. Let it be to me. See, that's what I said to God when God called me. I said, God, it doesn't matter to me where I go. You tell me where and I will go. And I remember there was a time I was so gone in other countries and other places. My mother said, I was praying to God. I never get to see my son. He said, yeah, he's your son, but now he's my servant. You have to release him. And then I came back from a trip overseas and, and she said, God told me to release you. He said, yeah, he's your son, but now he's my servant. You see him as your son, now you need to see him as, you, as my servant. As a matter of fact, he has a word for you. <laughs> Strange. Amen. So I get there and she asked me, what's the word you have for me from the Lord? He told me. So I gave her the word. I, I, you know. But you see, God's power to do the will of God for you and I is available. But God is waiting for us to be turned over. And our yes is going to activate. You see, that power is in you. See, I have a fresh new revelation he just told me about the access that, that is in our house, the, the wealth that is, in, is in, the, in our house and in our hands. And that's the power of the Holy Spirit. Because everything you need is in the supply of the Holy Spirit. Philippians 1.19, Paul is, is, in, is, in, is in jail and, he's, and they're praying and he's talking to the Philippians. He says, it's going to turn out to my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Holy Spirit. Everything you need is in the supply of the Holy Spirit. You know why? Because this Holy Spirit is the hand of God. You want to see the hand of God? You've got to allow the Holy Spirit to, to work. Amen? And so in order for the power of the, high, of the highest to be activated, there has to be a yes. Number 11. The surrendered will will bring the manifestation of Christ Jesus to you. And I'm going to read from Young's literal translation, John 14, verse 21. He says, He who is having my commandments and is keeping them is continued. That's why I chose this translation because it's continuous. Who is having my commandments and is keeping them, that one it is who is loving me, and he who is loving me shall be loved by my Father, and I will love him. And I will manifest myself to him. Did you get it? It is the one who is having the commandments. And is keeping the commandments. And by the way the commandments of the Lord. Is the word of God. Is what God is saying to you. In that given situation. He says if you are keeping that. Then you are the one that is loving him. And if you love him. And you are loving him. He says. The Father will love you. And Jesus says, And I and the Father will love him and will come and manifest ourselves to him. You know, I was telling the people that were praying earlier this afternoon about one, an experience, and I want to share this with you. I read this verse. 
Let me read this other one, then I'll tell you this story. Another point. The surrendered will will bring God's God in your position. The same chapter 14, verse 23. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our abode with him. See, the surrendered will is going to manifest God and bring God into continual abiding. 1997, you know, in August. I don't know why, but I was reading these scriptures. You know, I had been around men like T.L. Osborne in a crusade when he would be ministering and he would say, Jesus is in the middle of the crowd. And you see wheelchairs popping up and crutches and people are lifting the wheelchairs and the crutches and the lame are walking, the paralyzer. And I said, how can he see Jesus? And I, that way, I was so convicted and so stirred up in my spirit, I said, I don't know God. And one day, I'm going through a situation in my life and in the ministry, and I just went to God. And God called me to, into prayer and fasting, so I'm praying and fasting. And one day, in the living room, I just, you know, just pray these verses back to God. And as I repeated this, you know, God just said, surrender to me. And I'm, as I'm surrendering to Him, this is what happened. Right there, my face buried in the ground, it was as if just the heavens opened up. And Jesus standing in front of me. True story. I don't have the theological terms to name it. Others say it's a trance or whatever. It was like there was no roof anymore on the house. And Jesus in his purple robe, brilliant, was the light that got me to my knees as he appeared before me in front of me in the living room. 1997 in August. I'll never forget it. And he came in answer to this word, to this, to this scripture, to this promise. And as he stood there, we talked. I mean, I began to narrate everything that I could. I said, this is my chance. He's in front of me. I told him the reasons I can't do ministry anymore. Everything that I'm going through. And, every, and he listened. He stood there and, we, and he listened. And I thought it was just a few minutes. It was over two hours. And the people in the house were asking me, who are you talking to? We had this conversation going, who was that? And it was over two hours. And in the end, he kept saying, I know. I know, that's why I came. Because the, the going is going to get even tougher. But I want you to know, but whatever is coming your way, wait upon me. Wait upon me. Wait upon me. Three times. And he knew everything about my life, even things that I never told anybody. And he told me, I was here when this happened. I was here when this happened. But he said, this is what I want you to do. But you see, first, the Holy Spirit said, Andrew, surrender. As you're praying, and surrender. And as I surrendered, and remember, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit works this surrender in you. You cannot perform it yourself. But if you yield and you're willing, he will help you bring you to that place of surrender. Amen? I know, I'm, I don't think I've ever told this, this story before. But that point right there, and he said, this is what I want you to go do. He said, just go to the nations. And this is, you know, I always kept a suitcase packed by my door. 
Because you told me, always be, be ready. So I already had a suit. said, this is where, where you're going. And I'm, I'm sending money. I said, Lord, I don't have any money. And in that same month, two, two weeks later, Maurice Sello was coming into the stadium, who is one of my mentors. And he was coming. And the man who was supposed to translate for him, for some reason, didn't show up. So they called me early in the morning. And they said, you have to come and translate at the Maurice Sello uh, rally in the stadium. So I'm at the rally in the stadium. And then Maurice Sello turns over and prophesies to me. The same things Jesus told me two weeks ago. And he prophesied. And he said, God brought me to Uganda to pass on the mantle, the absolute prophetic mantle. And he told me to pass it on to you. And he prayed for two other men. And he was finished. My life had never, he'd been ruined since then for the glory of God. Because now I came from being an evangelist to walking into the apostolic prophetic mantle that I had no clue that what all comes with it. But remember, Jesus had told me that it's going to get even tougher, but I'm going to be with you. And he placed his right hand on my head and said, I've anointed you for this. Why am I sharing this story? To tell you that a surrendered will, you can have the manifestation of Christ. Now, I don't think it's always going to be like this way, but he's going to reveal himself to you. It might be like Paul. He had a revelation of Christ. He wrote three quarters of the New Testament. But he wants to reveal himself to you. He wants to manifest. You see, this, we think is make-believe, is real. But that's why many people, uh, many people read it, and it's too good to be true, but there's a few that will get a hold of it. Amen? Amen. You remember the woman with the issue of blood? There were so many people. But she said to herself, if I may only but touch the hem of his garment. And she began to press through the crowd. Beloved, you have to press through the crowd. And you, the only way you can do that is with absolute surrender to God. Because when you see Jesus, <laughs> oh, you can never be the same. I mean, he came because I needed that encouragement. I needed what was going on and what was coming and the mantle that was being placed on me, the transitioning from an evangelist, church planter, pastor into an apostolic prophetic ministry. And probably he knew I needed it because after that, at the Morisello conference, God, he spoke to a man in the crowd, said, go give him your ticket. He had a ticket for one year and he didn't know what to do with it. And it was the ticket I needed to go to another country where he was sending me. But it was at that meeting on the pulpit. And so he had to go press through the crowd to come and say, God spoke to me. You are supposed to go somewhere and I have a ticket for one year. Paid for everything. I have a ticket at my house. You need to come get it. Amen. Now some people may say, well, you don't do something until God has provided. But that's, that is the supernaturally natural life. You can't be normal when you're walking in the fullness of God. You can't. And if you want, if I, I dare, if you want to see God manifest himself the way he wants, you can't be normal. What is normal? Amen? I mean, what is normal? But he says here that when our will is surrendered, he is going to come and actually he's going to abide with us. I'll give you another story. Just came to America in Baltimore, Maryland. I'm doing a meeting downtown Baltimore. 
and we stop to go to the store. We are coming out of the store and the woman is running after me and saying, sir, sir. I'm like, I don't know anybody in Baltimore. I just got here. The woman is running after me and say, and then the pastor with me says, stop. And this, I said, what, what is it? And she says, I want Jesus. I said, where is Jesus? He's like, he's with you. When you pass by, I saw Jesus. I want him. It's real, beloved. I'm not sharing these stories just to puff myself up. To show you that you can go all the way. And God is going to be with you. And he's going to be with you. He's going to be in you and through you in ways you have never known. That lady, we, we cast demons on the pavement of that store. And she got saved. The Holy Spirit did the evangelism. He just opened the eyes and she saw Jesus and she came running. Are you listening to me, church? The surrendered will brings God in our position. He's not just wanting just a visitation. He wants a habitation. He wants to abide. Amen? He wants to manifest himself and he wants to abide with you. As we are willing to surrender. You see, that's why I call this the higher life because it's beyond your, your, your suke life or your soulish life from the Greek. The Zoe life, the spirit life, is what you're looking for. It's what we are here to equip you because God wants you to live in the fullness of all that he is and has for you. Amen? So I don't know where you are, but we're going to continue here. Even after uh, the, the cameras, because we want to just allow you to just minister to the Lord. Because... God wants to do something in your heart. He wants to do highlight or whatever it is. You give God an opportunity. He wants to change you. He wants to set you free. Amen. I want to pray for some people here, but uh, let's finish this. Because God, even you are watching. As we go to minister here to people, God wants to minister to you there. And even right there where you are. Say yes to Jesus. Say yes to the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to come into your heart. Ask Him to forgive you. To wash you with His blood. And fill you with His Spirit. And even there where you are, we want to pray that God will, do a new, will reveal Himself and manifest Himself to you in a powerful way. So we pray, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my dear friend watching right now. For the touch of your spirit that you reveal yourself to them. That you bring them to the place where you want them to be. By the power of your spirit. As they surrender their will right now. We rebuke all the workings of the enemy. Any weight and any heaviness. Anything that is holding you back. To loose you right now. In Jesus name. And we release the power of the Holy Spirit right now. To touch you and to set you free. So you can live the life of absolute surrender, totally turned over to Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. To watch on our website, receive prayer, to give, or to request a copy of Andrew's book, Working the Works of God, please visit us online at www.kingdomimpactministry.org or write to Kingdom Impact Ministry. 
P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you.